Today's learning is Lezech and Ishmael from Moshe ben Achman Alevi. Rabbi Yaakov ben Roshagafayv Alevi, Sarlei Bashmut Tzvi, Yochan ben Pesach, the Rabbi Yeshua, Sarlei Yeshua, and Rabbi Avram ben Rabbi Baruch. So, okay, we're starting the second half of Shas. It's pretty cool. Um, we're up to Daf Lamit Tessam at Beis. We are three, uh, five lines from the bottom. So Mishnah said, so we're going to like this. Rami Rav Tumbi by Rav Kisna Lerova. Rav Tumbi by Kisna asked the following kasha to Rav. The Mishnah said that you get reward if you do a mitzvah. The implication is not doing an Avera doesn't get your reward, only if you do something good. Not doing bad does not get your reward. The problem is, also in the implication is that you only get reward for doing a mitzvah, but avoiding an avera doesn't get you a reward. That's the Mishnah says. Where many have a contradiction, the Mishnah, the Brisa says, Yashev avera. If a person sits and does not do a sin, you get reward like you did a mitzvah. So do, do you get reward for not doing an avera or not? So the Gemara says very simply, the answer is it depends. If you're in a situation where an Avera is tempting you, meaning, if you're just sitting here right now, right now, none of, I don't have a temptation to have Chazer, I'm not being offered Chazer, I don't get reward for that. Someone offers me Chazer and I say no, then I get reward. So it depends on the circumstance. What's an example of someone being Taiveya in Avera, someone tempting you to do a sin and you avoiding that you get reward like you do a mitzvah? The example is the following story of Chanin Bar Papa. So we're going to go through some tanoim that were uh, that were uh, tempted, not tempted from themselves. They were propositioned to do an avera with a woman, and to see the extreme lengths that they went to avoid these circumstances. Tavata ha'ima chinusa, a certain uh, you know Roman woman um, propositions of Chanina bar Papa to do an avera. Amar Milsa, see, he said something. He said so, Rashi says that he said some sort of shame Hashem. And what some sort of either witchcraft or shame Hashem, depending on the she. Let's go with shame Hashem. You use some sort of, uh, you know, he said sort of incantation. And he covered himself with boils and scabs to make himself not desirable to her. So of the email she was uh, she was pretty good with witchcraft. So she said the counter, uh, you know, the cure, the uh, you know, to get rid of the curse. And all of a sudden he's back to being healthy. So Arak Tasha Bahibine. So he ran to a certain bathhouse that had so many shadim. This bathhouse had so many shadim that they would attack you even during the day, and even if you went in two at a time, they would attack you. And he decided to put himself in that place and he sat there all night. Lamachar, the next day, Rabbana. Now the rabbis didn't know why he had ran into that bathhouse, but they said to him, Manitracha, who protected you? So Amr Lais, he didn't want to say that Hashem protected him. So he said, Shnei Noisei There were two armed guards there that protected me. Those armed guards were Malachim, but he didn't want to say that he was protected by Malachim. So Amr Lai, they said, it must have been that you were you had an opportunity to do an avera and you didn't, and that's why you were protected. as we have a Any person that has the opportunity to sin and avoids it, a miracle will happen, and that's mistama what happened to you that night. Okay, the brayser continues. It takes strong warriors to listen to Hashem. What's an example of a strong warrior? Like Rav Tzadik and his friends. What's the example of Rav Tzadik? Rav Tzadik Tevata Eimat 
Tzadik, this is the Rav Tzadik that uh, fasted so many, so long by the Churban that he couldn't eat, right? He he would just suck on a date and uh, you would see the seeds go down his throat. That's how, that's how, you know, maybe this is the origin story. So Rav Tzadik was once, maybe it happened at the end of his life also, I'm not sure. Rav Tzadik was once propositioned by a woman to do an Avera. He said, listen, I'm very weak. I can't, I can't, uh, I don't have any. Maybe you have something for me to eat. Give me strength. And he's just trying to, you know, get out of the situation. So Amr she says, the only thing that I have here is not kosher. So You see, if you eat, if you do the Aver with you, you should eat non-kosher. Meaning only someone who eats non-kosher, or someone who's impure, would do such an act. So So she lit the oven and put the meat inside to cook it. While she does this, he jumps in the oven. He jumped in the oven. I'm assuming he was saved, or as he's dying, I'm not sure, but uh, as he's, you know, in the oven, what are you doing? You're trying to get me to go to Gehenna. So if you do the Aver with you, you, f- you f- jump into a furnace. So she said, Had I known that it bothered you so much, I wouldn't have done it. This guy's crazy. I wouldn't have uh, been matriach, so I, you know, I, forget it. Offers off the table. Rav Kana was one selling baskets for a living. He was very poor and he had to sell uh, cheap baskets. While he was selling, one of his customers uh, propositioned him to do an Aver. So Amrullah, he said to her, Let me go make myself nice for the Aver. Let me go to the roof. Let me go inside. He runs to the roof and jumps off. So Kamara says, Salik he was, I guess, being. I guess he was willing to be mice and nefesh. I guess there was no other way to get out of it. These are noble people. It could be that if uh, if he uh, turned them down, he would get killed. I don't know. But he felt that it was the only way out. So, uh, so as he's falling, Superman in the form of Elionavi comes and catches him. So Elionavi says, "You bothered me. I had to come four hundred parsa away." It's a lot of strange comparison. Yeah, you bothered me. I had to come four hundred parts away to save you. And what are you making me make me crazy for? So, so Amar Lei Rav Kana said, "Me garmly, you know what caused me to do this aver? What caused me to do this thing? It was Anius. It was the fact that I'm poor. Meaning, if I wasn't poor, I wouldn't be dealing with these people, and I wouldn't have to. I'm only do. I'm only in this situation because I don't have money. If I had money, I wouldn't be dealing with them. So Yarv Shifa the Dinri Elio gave him a chest full of dinas. Um, by the way, this is the, the famous." Uh, happened more recently, happened a couple hundred years ago the Lavush we all know we're familiar with the Lavush he wrote I think seven Svarim, each one is uh, named after a different garment Lavush Atcheles, Lavush Achur it's uh, you know each one Lavush means clothing they say the reason is, I think he writes this in the Akdama that he was once um, uh, he was once collecting tzedakah for going around collecting tzedakah for I think Hachnas' Kala and he knocked on a certain non-Jewish woman's house and she said I'll give you the money and she propositioned him, and she she wouldn't let him go. He was apparently a very handsome man, and she she wouldn't let him go. The only way he could get out of the house uh, was through the outhouse, through the toilet. He he went so he 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 dug through the excrement and through the toilet to get out of there. And when he came out, his seven items of clothing were full of uh, uh, full of excrement. And he decided, and he felt that Hashem opened his mind after this, and he became Bulvush. And as like a you know a zecher, 
every sefer he named after one of the garments he was wearing at the time. That's what they said. So anyway, Ramali Ravler of Nachman, Rav Asim Nachman, the following Kasha. The Kasha is basically as follows. We say it every morning, and we said it yesterday. These are the mitzvahs that they have reward in this world and the next. Okay, all these five. So far, so good. The problem is, one of them is not on the list, and that's Shiloh HaKan. Shiloh HaKan has Arichas Yavim, and it has, uh, it has Schar in the next world. Why is Shiloh HaKan not in the list? So let's go through it inside. Let's go through how each one has Schar in this world and the next. Kibra Ve'em Ksiv, Lomani Yarichun Yamech, Lomani Yitavlach. Yarichun Yamim is this world, Yitavlach is the next world. Gemilos Chasadim doing Chasid, Ksiv, Roidit Stokka Vechasid, Yimotzi Chayim Stokka Vechavit. You'll find Chayim, which is everlasting life in the next world and stuck a covet stuck of a covet in this world so both this world and the next that's by chesed hava shalom making peace between people baki shalom virad feyu baki shalom virad feyu vam ravo aisi redifa redifa ksiv hocha baki shalom virad feyu uksiv hosam roidif stuck of a chesed it says virad feyu by making peace and it says rodaf by chesed just like chesed has a reward in this world and the next so too peace has reward in this world and the next. Talmud Torah, ki hu chayecha v'ayrech yamecha. It's chayecha, you get life in this world, and ayrech yamecha in the next world. But shluch hakan, why is that not on the list? Namik silman hitav lach v'arach deyomim. Listen nami ho. So why is shluch hakan not on the list of mitzvahs that get reward in this world and the next? The Gemara says, Tana v'shayr. Okay, so the list is not accurate. It left it out. So the Gemara says, Eilu dvarim. These are the things. Why would it leave it out? Tana tani elu dvarim v'atam tana v'shayer. It says elu dvarim. Elu dvarim means specifically these things. So why would I leave out shulach hakan? So I'll tell you outside. We'll see it inside. The reason why I left out shulach hakan is because shulach hakan, although it is a mitzvah and it's a great mitzvah, it causes sar to the bird. The whole Indian of shulach hakan. I know it's supposed to that the mother doesn't see it, but it does cause pain to the mother bird. That's the whole reason why apikabola. Everyone running to do the mitzvah shulach hakan. Well, why are they running to do the mitzvah shulach hakan? The answer is because the Zayar says in Shemayim, the Malach of birds gets very upset. It says, oh, they're treating my animal not nicely, they're, they're, they're being not nice to the mother bird, sending it away. And Hashem says, you don't have, you have Rachmanus on a bird, you don't have Rachmanus on Klal Yisrael. And Hashem gets all worked up to defend Klal Yisrael. So that's all initial account. So because it's a mitzvah that does cause tzar to someone who doesn't belong in the list. All of these are just peaceful mitzvahs in every form. Okay, let's see it inside. Amar Idi Asar let me explain. The Pasuk says... Pasuk says in Yeshaya, Imru tzadik ki toiv, ki primalim yoichelu. Let the tzadik who is, praise the tzadik who's good, because the fruit of their actions, everyone else eats. Now, tzadik ki toiv. A tzadik is always good. What does it mean? A tzadik who's good. Every tzadik is good. How do you have a tzadik who's not good? The Gemara says, v'chiyesh tzadik toiv, v'yesh tzadik she'en toiv. What does it mean? El toiv v'shamayim v'lebriyah z'ot tzadik toiv. Toiv v'shamayim v'lebriyah v'lebriyah z'ot tzadik she'en toiv. If you have a person who's good to Hashem and good to people, he's a tzaddik toiv. If you have a person who's good to God, but his Beit uh, HaMachavero is a little lacking, he's tzaddik she'enoi toiv. So to over here, By the way, that's the explanation. So the, these actions, the Shloch Khan, while it's good for God, it's not really good for birds. So it doesn't belong in the list. Okay. Similarly, we have Again, Russia Ra. In evil Russia. Every Russia is evil. In evil Russia. We have a Russia who's a Ra and Russia Shainara. 
If someone is against God, but he's good to people, he's a Rosh Hashanah Ra. It's not the, not the worst thing in the world. It's a Ra, it's a terrible, but it's not Ra. Okay. When we said Tanah Vashiyah, was there anything else besides No, that's also, that would be another point. There's nothing else also. That would be another good point. I think the Gemara just knew it was going to reject it anyway. Because the Elu Dvar, you can't really say Tanah Vashiyah. Okay. The Gemara says like this, Hazchus Yeshla Karen Yeshla Paris. Every mitzvah has the principle and has the fruit. Now, what does it mean, principle and the fruit? So it doesn't mean reward in this world and the next, because we already just got finished saying this. What it means is that when you do a mitzvah, Hashem, you get the reward of the mitzvah you did. Let's say, again, it doesn't work like this. Reward is not candy and it's not coins, but think of it as coins. You do a good thing, you get 50 coins. That's the karen. But Hashem also will throw in every once in a while, he'll throw you good gifts because you're good to him. You get added a little good goodness. That's called Paris. That every once in a while you'll just get like uh, gifts more than what you deserve because you're overall a good person. That's a mitzvah. Hashem does not do that for Averis. Meaning Hashem will, if you do an Avera, you'll be punished for the sin. Hashem's not just going to every once in a while, the same way Hashem heaps on good things for people that he likes, he doesn't just heap on bad things for people he doesn't like. HaKadosh Baruch doesn't do that because that's not dying. That's not, that's not Emes. Oh, so wait a minute. But, how, but isn't there a pasuk that says that the sinners are going to eat from the fruit of their ways and from the plans they'll be destroyed? Meaning, it says the fruit of their ways. So that implies that there is fruit for evil. So is there Paris? Again, does Hashem just basically like punish you extra? For what you did wrong, is there Paris for Ra? So the answer is, Avera sha'isa Paris yesh la Paris. She'en isa Paris, e'en la Paris. The answer is, does your Avera uh, create more evil? What does that mean? Avera sometimes can be self-contained, right? If I eat pork, that's just me eating pork. But let's say I eat pork and other people see me and they start eating pork. So my Avera bore fruit. If my action led to other people sinning, then my punishment will be doubled, will be will be uh, greater than even just for what I did. The Gemara continues, A good thought Hashem regards as a good deed, meaning if a person wants to do good and he tries, it just doesn't work out. He's trying to do chesed, by the time he gets there, the chesed is already taken care of. In the eyes of Hashem, it's as if he did it. Shenemar, as the Apostle says, The Apostle basically says that those who fear Hashem will speak, they speak to each other, Hashem is going to listen, he'll hear their good words, he's going to write down the Sefer of the Chronicles of Remembery, for those that fear him, and those that think about his name. What do you mean, think about his name? It means even if you think about doing a mitzvah and you try and it doesn't work out, it'll be written down as if you did it. Even if a person tries to do a mitzvah, he wants to do a mitzvah, but it doesn't work out, in the eyes of Hashem, it's as if you perform the mitzvah. But, we had this yesterday, but thinking I want to eat pork doesn't uh, get me to do, uh, I don't be, I'm not punished because I want to do an Avera. Again, the, like I said, the exceptions are Avodizara and Arayas. Arayas, because the Arayas, the Avera is Machshava. And Avodizara is different. The, that's why Arayas is not an exception. It's the Avera is Machshava. 
But there's no other Avera that Hashem will punish you just for wanting to do the sin. Meaning, says, if I saw it in my heart, Hashem does not listen. Meaning, even if it's in my heart, Hashem doesn't listen. Oh, so Hashem doesn't punish you for thinking. But doesn't the Pasuk say that Hashem will punish you for your thoughts? You know what it means? If you just want to eat pork, and it doesn't lead to eating pork, Hashem will punish you. But if you want to eat pork, and then you eat pork, your punishment is worse. Hashem won't just punish you for the action, He'll punish you for the thought that led to the action, because there was an action that followed it. Okay. So you tell me right now, there's no thought, Hashem never punishes you for thinking about sinning. But there's another passage that says that Hashem will hold on to Klal Yisrael as a punishment because of their heart. That Hashem does punish you for your heart. That's the exception, and that's Avodah Zarah. If you, a Jew wants to go to church, Hashem will punish you for even wanting. It's like, you shouldn't even think about someone else. That's how severe Avodah is, that if you, um, if you get rid of it, if you just like renounce Avodah say, I don't believe in it, it's like your Moideh Kola Tarekula. That's how important Avodah is avoiding, and, you know, and obviously how severe it is to do it. Another shot of why Hashem would punish you for thinking, again, we're saying right now, Hashem does not punish you for wanting to sin. Either there's a Pasuk that says, Belibam, that Hashem will punish you for your hearts. We say, that's Avodazar. A second answer could be, Ula Amar Kidaravhuna. We had this famous teaching of Rav Huna, that if a person does a sin once and then he does a sin a second time, it becomes motor. Like, it becomes motor. That's like a cheat code. That if you eat pork twice and now it's the Eladi pork, the Gemara says, and that's like at him. It becomes like it's motor. Meaning, once you do a couple of to- uh, something a couple of times, it becomes like you, it loses all its stigma and all its. So the answer is that's when Hashem starts punishing you for the thoughts. According to this answer, Hashem will not punish you for thinking to eat pork. Unless you eat pork so often that the thought it, it, it's completely lost its stigma, then wanting to sin will be actually enough for Hashem to punish you. Okay. Okay, this is a very strange Gemara. Halacha um, is very, very strange. The only reason why I'll tell you like this. Um, very, very big kid, sir. Ramayisha Feinstein was, asked, was once asked, is it allowed to take off a yarmulke if you're going to sin? So Ramayusha said, Tavoid Khalashem, that was his lashon. Tavoid Khalashem should take off a yamak. So Ramayusha said, taking off your yamak is itself a khilashem, because you're not allowed to. So that's Mahalashem Shemayim. It's not a khilashem the way we use it, which is people are gonna judge us. That's not a khilash. That's the way we use khilashem. Khilashem means desecrating Hashem's name. Every aver is a khilashem, right? You're taking Hashem's name and you're de- desecrating it. Every aver is a khilashem. So the Gemara talks about is it could to take off a yamaka if you're gonna do an avera to avoid a khilashem. It's a strange thing because it's like don't sin. So the Gemara says like this: It's better to do a sin secretly, as opposed to doing the sin publicly, and then it's more of a chalasha. The post says, let each person do their idol privately, at least they won't, my name won't be desecrated. So you see, there's like an Indian of doing the Avera privately so no one will see. So the Gemara says, wait a minute. I'm Rabbi Lozakin. Now, by the way, we're going to see, the problem is, isn't that, isn't that like even worse in a way? Because then it's like, I fear other people, but I don't fear God. 
right? If I'm doing it privately, it means I don't care about God because I know He could see me. I just care about other people. So even in a kind of it should be worse. We'll see. So Gemara says a very strange Gemara. How this is brought down Lahalach, I'm not getting involved there. It's very strange. I'll read it the way it's written, and I, I can't imagine it means literally as is. If a person sees that he's gonna, his uh, Yitzhar is overwhelming him, and he's gonna sin, go to a place where no one recognizes you, dress like a, dress in black, which is the way non-Jews used to dress, do whatever you want. Now that sounds like you do whatever you want, no, of course not. It means, what it means is, it's not saying you're allowed to. First of all, it's saying dress in black, hopefully that'll subdue the Yitzhahara. If it doesn't work, at least if you do sin, it won't be Michal Shishmaim. The Gemara is not giving you a hetter to do whatever you It's not Rumspringer, right? You can do whatever you want. Uh, not. But, okay, fine. The Gemara says, Aini, you're telling me that it's better to do the Avera secretly than publicly. At least it's not Michal Shem Shemayim. Vatanya, but doesn't the Braise say, Kol Anyone who doesn't respect Hashem, it's better not to come to the world. Meaning, if I do that very publicly, at least I say, you know, there's like, a, there's like an, I could say like, I could say like a little respect. Like, he at least looks at God the same way he looks at other people. I'll tell you very quickly. I remember I was, I was in, we were in Stanford for the day. And we were in a restaurant. You know, there's a restaurant near the hotel. There was like a, there was a sushi place. I don't know if it's still there anymore. And we're sitting in the sushi place, and a real yeshiva guy comes in, middle Stanford, and, and he says, the yeshiva of Amir, Revelia Brudni, is next door. They like to make a minion. Can you go daven with us to me, number 10? So I'm looking, I, I, wasn't, I was dressed like this, but I didn't have a hat and jacket. So I, I, felt, I felt bad. I was, I was having it wrong. I said, okay, I'm not going to daven, but I'll, I'll, go, I'll go answer. And then as I'm walking, I realize... I'd have no problem diving with a hat and jacket if Ravelia Brodney wasn't there. Meaning, if I was diving with this, would I put a hat and jacket on? Probably not. Right? For Hashem, I, I'm not bothered by it. But for Rosh Hashim in the mirror, then I said, no, but Davka, I'm Davka davening without a hat and jacket because I have to treat, I can't treat Hashem worse, God forbid. So, so the Gemara is saying, I don't understand, he's telling me it's better to do that very privately, but then, then, then you're, not, you're not respecting Kaddish Baruch Hu. The Gemara says, Mahi, now, the Gemara says anyone who doesn't respect God, it's better not to be born. What does that mean? So first Pshat is looking at the rainbow. The reason for that is because we know that Hashem, Hashem Shechina is found in the rainbow. So looking at it is like a brazen act. Okay. Rav Yosef says, no, it's doing it very privately. You do it very privately. It's like that's just saying, I care about other people, I don't care about you. So I don't say, so is it better to do it privately or not? So the answer is like Kasha. If you're able to subdue the Yitzhahara and you're doing it on purpose, better do it publicly. But if you're, if you're, because then, then you're just, then you're just doing it amazing. If you're going to do amazing, at least have respect. At least, at least, you know, show, show me something. Do it, do it, uh, do it publicly. You care about God, do it publicly. But if there's someone who legitimately just he's overwhelmed by his Yitzhahara. He's gonna do it, it. He's just he, he could overcome it. He just doesn't want to. Then it's probably better to do it. Not better. It's it's worse to do it privately because then then you're saying to Hashem, I care about other people. My reputation reputation for other people. I don't care about you. But if a person legitimately is overwhelmed by his Yitzhahara, he's trying and he's just giving in. Then it's better to do it privately. Okay. The Gemara says, Vaiter Tanan Hasam Ein Makifin Bechil Hashem. They do not extend credit. Now, what does it mean they, they don't extend credit? Hashem's not like a, like a, like Wasserman's. Right? Sometimes if you have a relationship with a store, you could buy on credit. So Averis also, Hashem sometimes is like, okay, 
you did this, uh, you said Lashon Hara, uh, I'm not going to punish you right now, on credit, at some point, take care of this. I'll give you time, take care of this. Not Chil Hashem. If a Jew is Mechal Hashem Shemayim, then there's no credit. The second it happens, Hashem gets upset. And take care of it right away. There's no, there's no, there's no credit. Right now. Okay. Another shot of what Chil Hashem, what does it mean there's no credit? It means if you're 50-50, we said yesterday 50-50, HaKadosh Baruch will always naturally lead towards weighing heavier the mitzvahs, Chil Hashem will outweigh. If it's 50-50 and one of the Averis that you have is Chil Hashem, it'll outweigh. Right to the Gemara on the next page. Tanar Rabban Oilam, Yira Adam Atzmai, very Negev Yom Kippur, Yira Adam Atzmai, Kilu Atzmai, Chetzi Chayi, a person should live his life thinking that he is 50% good, 50% evil, and every next action can mamish turn the tides of who you are. If you have one mitzvah, it could change your life. You're now, now it's tzaddik. But the next aver that you do, now you could become make yourself guilty. One little sin can ruin a lot of good. Okay, another pshat. Take it a step further. If every Jew, that's how you're supposed to live your life, and every Jew can um, can represent the whole world. Meaning, because I don't know, the schusim of Klal Yisrael could be Tali and me, right? If if maybe Klal Yisrael's fifty fifty, my action could tip the scales. So instead of just living your life that you're fifty fifty, you should live your life as the whole world is fifty fifty, and your action can not just affect you, but can affect the whole world. We know that the world is judged by the majority of its people, and each individual is judged by the majority of inhabitants. So maybe the whole world is. 50-50, and you're the person that's going to tip the scales. So awesome. that one mitzvah can change the whole world, and one of it can ruin the whole world. That's how you're supposed to live your life. Even a big tzaddik, and he rebelled against Hashem the last moments of his life, he loses everything. The last moments of your life are very, very important. And if you decide in the last moment, as you're dying, you say, that's it, I, I, I hate God, I hate everything, I'm accepting Christian, then you could lose all, all this chosen that you did. But the opposite is also true. Even in absolute Russia's alive, he also true on the last moments of his life, he said, Tzidek Adin, Hashem will never remind you of your wickedness. Now the Gemara says like this, the Brisa said that if a big tzaddik rebels at the end of his life, he loses all his chosim. Why? Why should you lose all your chosim? I understand. Even if he's saying it's really, really bad, really, really bad on, the, on your deathbed to rebel against Hashem. I, that makes sense. But you should lose all your schosim. Seems a bit much. So Gemara says, Amr Eish Lakish, but Toya Rishainis. No, no, the case is not only where you reg- you fight against Hashem, but you said, I regret all the good things I did. I regret all those mitzvahs. If you regret all the mitzvahs, Hashem's like, fine. You want to regret the mitzvahs, I'll allow you. Okay. Mishnah says like this. Kol Yeshna b'mikrob Mishnah. Anyone who's involved in learning Chumish and Mishnayis. So that's the written Torah and the oral Torah. Ube Derech and he has good midas. So you have Torah, Torah uh, uh, and good midas. He's not going to sin very quickly. A three, uh, three um, 
three-ply cord will not, uh, it's very, very strong, like a rope that has three, that has three, uh, made of three strands, will not rip very easily. That's Teresh B'Ksav, Teresh Peh, and Derech but if you don't have those three things, you're not a member of society. If you don't know it's good me this, then what, 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 how are you helping society? You know what, what the comparable, if you see a tzaddik suffering in this world, you know what it's comparable to? It's comparable to the following thing. Imagine in your mind the following image. You have a tree that's completely in a pure area, but it has one branch going into an impure area. So you have a tzaddik who's kuloi taiv, but he's got one branch. He's got a little bit of evil, a little of error that he did. So what do you do? You don't have to do that much. All you got to do is prune the branches. So Hashem in this world is pruning. That's it. Because, because the tzaddik is overall very good. You don't have to, it's not like you have to rip up the trunk. You're just pruning. Puts a little bit, prunes a little bit in this world so that the tzaddik is now kulay taif. But the opposite, what's the rasha? That's a tree that's in impurity. And a little branch towards good. Sashem prunes the branches the opposite. Now he's kulay ra. That's what a rasha. Their end is death. Now the Gemara ends off with the following question. The question is, what should a person be Isaac in? Taira or Chasa? Taira, not Taira, Taira Mitzvah. Which one is more important? Which one's greater? Torah, which is theoretical, but necessary for mitzvahs, or mitzvahs which are practical. So, it was a machlekes of Tarfin, there's again in Baalias, Beis, Nitzvah, Belud, in the attic in uh, Lud. Nishal Shel the question was raised before them. Talmud Torah, Imaisa which is greater, Torah or mitzvahs? So, Nenar of Tarfin, Imaisa Gadol, mitzvahs. Nenar of Akiva, Metalmud Gadol, Rav Akiva says no, Torah. So, if Torah and so what's the answer? Nenar Kulam Vamru, it was decided, Talmud Gadol, Shatal Mevli, Imaisa. Torah is greater because you can't have mitzvahs without Torah. You don't know what you're doing. So Torah, not only does it have the mile of Torah, which is machshava, which is the deepest part of a person's thoughts, but more than that, it also leads to practical action. Tanya, Rav Yaisi, Godel Talmud, you know, great Torah, Godel Talmud, you know, great Torah, Shekadu Melchala, Arboim Shana. When was the Torah given? On Arsinai. When do we get certain mitzvahs? Chala. We got chala when we entered Israel. It's 40 years later. Trumas and Mises, when do we get, right? You only have Trumas and Mises after they already conquered and settled Israel, which is 14 years later. So that's 54 years. So you have Torah was given 40 years before Chala, 54 years before Trumas and Mises. And Shemitah, Shemitah was 14 years after they got into Israel, then you start seven years. So it's 61 years. And Yoival, Yoival is 54 years after they got into Israel, then you have Yoival, which is 50 years later. It's 104 years. Yoival is Meva Shalish. 103 years. Wait a minute. I thought the math should be that it's 104 years, right? Because think about it. 40 years of the desert, 14 years of conquering, settling Israel, it's 54, then 50 more years till Yavil. So it's 104. So why does the Bryce say that Yavil is 103 years? Why is it 103? It should be 104. The answer is, when does Yavil free the slaves? Shemitah frees it at the end. Yavil frees at the beginning. So it's, the be- so it's really 103 years because... Um, it's at the beginning of Yavel as opposed to the end of Yavel. Okay. 
And just like Torah was given, Torah it precedes the performance of mitzvahs. Right? The Torah was given before mitzvahs. So too, judgment for Torah also precedes in Shemaim judgment for mitzvahs. The first thing you're going to be judged on is Torah and Bittal Torah. And your reward also for Torah goes before the reward of Mitzvah. That they get reward for keeping the Torah. The Torah is the first thing you're rewarded for. So we said if you not if you don't learn and you don't have mitzvahs, and you don't have Zarakharats, you don't have good mitzvahs, you're not a member of society. I'm Rabbi Apostolatis. You apostolatis, because once you don't have these things, once you have bad mitzvahs and you're not learning Torah, then I don't know what you're doing in your private life. And uh, therefore you're apostolatis. This is good to know. People people sometimes uh, I notice them being nichshal in this. You're not allowed to eat while in the street. Especially Mizoinus. I'm talking about Mizoinus. You can't, like, sometimes you see like someone like walking with having a slice of pizza. We don't, uh, it's not an appropriate thing. It's not a respectful way. If you eat in the street, it's like a dog. And some say it's Pasolaitis, because if you're willing to do this, if you're willing to base yourself by eating in the street, I don't know what you're going to be doing in private life. That's the halacha. Let's end off the, the, the parak. Ragzan, someone who gets angry, he'll leave with nothing. He'll never have, he'll never be satisfied. He'll walk away with just anger. Ladam Tai, but a good person, Matim and Isim Pramaisav, he'll get the, he'll get the, he'll get, um, because he has a real good relationship with people, he'll have a happier life. But an angry person just becomes decrepit and small. But someone who doesn't have Torah and Midas, you should vow not to benefit from such a person. Because he's a Moshe Vleitzim, you shouldn't be involved in such a person. Hadron Allah, Ha'isha, Nippus. We'll stop here. We'll pick it up tomorrow. Is this the biggest first parakeet shot? I actually believe it is.